Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast. Hi there, ladies and gents, and welcome to this episode of the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast with me, your host, Frank Flagg. In the lead up to Christmas and the new year, and in the last week or so, what I have realized in working with the different client groups that I uh, support and work with is the power and the positivity and the motivation that comes from knowing A, what you need to do today, tomorrow, this week, next week, this month, next month, but also the power that it gives you in knowing that you're on track, in knowing that you are achieving the results that are gonna get you to your goals and it's huge it's absolutely huge and so in the last quarter of 2023 i developed a couple of new tools so i've I've previously shared on the podcast the tools that i've used for probably the best part of a decade but i think it's really important to continually evolve and adapt and and i'm always looking for ways of improving my planning my development and my results fundamentally my my happiness and so in this podcast i'm going to share with you two tools that i've used recently and developed recently that if you're sat there and i think there's a there's a specific day in january that's the most depressing day in january if you're sat there and you're thinking oh i don't want to repeat last year I don't want to have another year's experience where it's identical to last year. And a lot of people have that. A lot of people are just repeating. They're on they're on a an auto play, an auto replay of the last year. And don't get me wrong, if if that's your personality, if your personality is I'm happy, I've mapped out my career, and it's it's quite an old fashioned attitude to life, isn't it? You get a job, you have it for life, you do 30 years work you do 40 years work and then you retire and you almost repeat the same day for the the length of your career you put your suit on and you troddle off to work troddle I'm not sure that's a word troddle I just made it up (laughs) you troddle off to work um trot off to work perhaps was the word I was looking for dawdle maybe and you do a day's work in your in your suit and then you come home and you eat dinner and you watch some tv and you go to bed and you wake up the next day and you are ready to go again and on the weekend you play golf watch football go to church etc if you have hit that if you have hit that point in your life and you can see the rest of your life mapped out and it excites you and it is positive for you then brilliant you've you've reached success there is a lot to be said and and not many people who speak on mindset and speak on success and results attainment would would concede that but If the ultimate goal is to be happy, which it has to be, right? Then if you're happy now, you can foresee that you're going to be happy for the next X number of years. And then you're going to retire and you're going to be happy. Then don't change anything. There's there's quite a lot of risk associated with being an entrepreneur and being a property investor. By our very natures, we are pushing the envelope and 
stretching ourselves to achieve as much as we possibly can. And so if you're already happy and you're on that journey, then fantastic. You don't necessarily need to change anything. If, however, you're not and you are wanting to raise the bar next year and you want it to be more than just a £1,500 pay rise, I can remember as a teacher... I only taught for two years, secondary uh, science teacher. I can remember getting excited that the next year I was going to have a £1,500 pay rise. £1,500 a year pay rise, and I got excited. That's £100 a month. <laughs> That's like 25 quid a week. <laughs> like, that wouldn't even pay for a takeaway. So I got excited over half a takeaway a week. <laughs> but it wasn't for me, that... that, that journey of being a teacher in a secondary school what wasn't for me and that's why uh, I only lasted two years and I, and I left and it's probably to this day the best decision I have made I've made many decisions <laughs> some that I really regret and some that I uh, am really glad I made and that's probably up there in the top three of the decisions I'm really glad I made so if you are wanting to push next year and really reach your potential and if you're in the first category and you're and you're, you, you you said to yourself no I'm happy I don't want to change anything I would ask you to really search your soul for that is that the real answer or are you scared are you scared of trying and failing and that that's a really important lesson because the worst thing I think for people is to not fulfill their potential i think that can be really really demoralizing really really depressing for want of a better word so let's get on to these techniques so you're sat there and you're thinking yeah i want to achieve more than i achieved this year so the first thing is to write down what you want and i suggest that you just do that as a number for the for the year so I would sit there and I'd say, right, by this time next year, I have, so we want to put it in the past and the present. So I have paid myself X amount of pounds. I have sold X amount of product. I have purchased so many properties. I've grown my net worth by so many percent, etc., etc. So just write down what you will have achieved by this time next year. And don't worry about it being too cautious. Don't worry at this point about how you're going to achieve it. So, okay, let's use a hypothetical example. I'm going to use a few different clients and like merge them together to, to make a great example. So let's have a newbie property investor who hasn't invested before. Let's say they want to invest in four sophisticated property deals next year. So four normally left in deals and that each of those deals is going to be £120,000 value with 30k equity. So 30k equity times four is 120 grand in equity. So we've got that one sorted. Let's say each of them make 250 quid a month. So that's £1,000 a month have a day job consulting for other companies and let's assume they want to go from their current income of 50k to a 200 grand income so they're going to have to make themselves far more valuable to the employers but that's that's the goal we're not working out the how yet we're working out the what so increase from 50 to 100k in revenue for their consulting business 
and they've purchased a GeForce franchise territory from uh, from myself, and they're launching in January. Let's say they're launching in January. They want to get to they want to grow the school to two hundred students, paying on a monthly basis, fifteen grand a month. Let's um, let's have those as the three main goals. That's the what. And of course, you can have other things in there. You can have I weigh X amount. My body fat is X amount. Uh, I spend this many hours in quality time with my children, etc. You can have whatever goals you want on there. So that's the first thing to do is to work out what you want. And then I find it really useful to break that down. So it's a bit hard to go from I don't have a martial arts school yet to I've got 200 members in my school. That's hard to bridge that gap. Earning 50k a year and getting it to 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 100k, that's hard in one jump. And so what I find helps clients is to say okay, so if I'm earning 100 grand a year, then that's 8,333 pounds a month. And so break it down into your 12 months and and map that out on, on a spreadsheet. I generally do this on a spreadsheet. And then for each of those months, it's useful to look at what needs to happen in each of those months. So for example, in this in this case study, this amalgamation of some of my clients if they're going to launch their school in february then they need to do some marketing in january in order to launch the school in february and have a regular launch that gets them to 50 students in their first month if they're going to grow from 50 to 200 students across the course of the year then we can help them to achieve that and they need to map that in so for example coming to their monthly training recruiting instructors ensuring that they have a leaflet delivery company delivering all their martial arts leaflets etc similarly if they're going to earn 50 grand more then they need to look at how they're going to earn 50 grand more so let's just assume they are earning four and a half grand a month four four and a half grand a month how are they going to earn the extra four four and a half grand a month are they going to bring on more clients if they are then you can map out each month i'm going to bring on a new client i've currently got four clients i'm going to bring on a new one in march a new one in june a new one in september etc however and this is a trap sometimes people fall into if you bring your fourth client on in november and at that point you hit eight and a half grand a month you're not going to hit your hundred grand in the year goal because for the preceding 10 months you've been under the eight thousand three hundred a month and so if you want to hit a hundred in the year then you need to recognize that if you're earning four and a half in month one you're going to have to be earning something in the region of 12 13 grand a month by month 12 in order to make up for the ramping up so that's really important to look at and this is the how in terms of how it's going to build up to your month, your annual goals, how the monthly goals are going to build up to the annual goals. But we're still not working out how are we going to get the extra clients? How are we going to get the extra members in our school? And from a property investment perspective, we're working out, right, if I'm buying a property 
no money down property in let's say March what do I need to be doing in in February well I probably need to be speaking to 10 prospective vendors if I'm speaking to 10 prospective vendors in February how am I going to speak to them in February well I need to do some marketing in January so what marketing am I going to do in January in order to speak to 10 vendors I probably need to reach out to 10,000 prospective vendors in January and once you're doing once you've broken that down you can now see your year you can see really clearly what numbers you need to be hitting each month during the year the key here is not to get to the end of the year and be surprised by the fact that you've not hit your goals this process and by the way what i've just mapped out you can do that in half an hour and then you can refine it and get it better later that process of mapping out where you need to be in order to hit your goals is so powerful so so powerful because it's it's like a flight plan for your life and now if you're not on track you know about it if you're not quite hitting those numbers you know about it in january you know about it in february and you can course correct it always makes me laugh the the example that's always given is that people spend more time planning their two weeks of summer holiday overseas than they do the other 50 weeks of the year and that is crazy but very very true however what people miss is yes they plan it better but they also track it better and what I mean by that is if you get on your plane and it's half an hour late like everyone's looking at their watches they're like hang on I'm off course I hope they can make this up in the air and the captain actually comes on and says, ladies and gentlemen, we are departing. We're pushing back 20 minutes late. But don't worry, we've got a good tailwind and we're going to make it up in the air. Like, how many people actually do that in their real life? If you're sat on the tarmac for two hours and you waste two hours of your time, people are, like, jumping up and down, demanding compensation. How many two hours do you, do you waste on an annual basis? On a monthly basis, I, I reckon most people in a week waste loads of two-hour chunks. Just sit down and scroll through Facebook and play on Instagram and play Candy Crush or whatever the, the latest game is. I don't stand here on my um, soapbox and, uh, and pretend I don't fall into that. I uh, recently, about a month ago, downloaded, oh, what was it, uh, SimCity and started building a city i was just bored and i had a bit of time to 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 kill one day and i couldn't i just wasn't in the mood to read and i didn't want to do any work so i just sat and i thought you know what i'm going to download a game onto my phone and just play oh my goodness that game stole about a between an hour and two hours a day for the next i reckon i deleted it three weeks later like tens of hours it, it it stole now i can i can blame it on the game or i can actually get above the line and say actually that that was on me that was me being weak that was me being um wasteful with my time and so if you are going and and just to extend that metaphor a little bit if when you get on your coach on holiday it takes you to or or your hire car or your limousine depending on how you travel from the airport to your accommodation and it takes you to the wrong resort like that is a big deal right you know even if it's 
400 meters from where you are supposed to be, you know about it. You get out and you go, hmm, I don't think this is quite right. You don't go in and say, hey, have you got a room available? We've been dropped off here. Um, can't be bothered to go to the actual right place. Can't be bothered to to follow our plan precisely. So can we just spend the week here? No, you like, I want to go to the place because I know the pool is kidney-shaped and I really like a kidney-shaped pool. And I, I know I've got free food all day long in my resort so I want to go to my resort because I've picked that and the kids club looks amazing like you're really really clear you've you've worked out and visualized your holiday you've probably spoken to your kids about it and spoken to your your other half about it etc and and that is is everything that we're talking about now in terms of planning your year visualize it communicate those goals to the other stakeholders get crystal clear on them so We've written down what we need to hit, basically our KPIs for every month. And that's, that's the end of that tool. That, that, that tool is now finished. We've got a spreadsheet with kind of a check-in of where we need to be each month. And we're going to know at the end of January if we're on track or not on track. Now is the exciting bit. Now you sit down and you go, okay, in order to achieve that, what do I need to do? And the, sometimes a, a blank sheet of paper really helps you. If, for example, you need four new clients how are you going to get those new clients well i'm going to perhaps join a networking organization and and perhaps you are going to start actively posting on linkedin and perhaps you are going to do some direct mail to your perfect clients perhaps you're going to hold some discovery days and have groups of six to ten clients come and sit with you and you're going to explain how you can help them there's many many ways of doing it but you need to decide how you are going to achieve your goals, what you've laid out on that spreadsheet. Now, if you don't know how to do that, a lot of us know what we need to do. This is a planning tool, not an educational tool. The tool itself isn't gonna tell you, oh, don't do LinkedIn, do networking, or don't do networking, do TikTok. The key here is not working out what to do. If you don't know what to do already, this tool is helping you to do what you need to do that you know you already need to do it. You're just not gonna do it unless you hold yourself accountable and plan it in. If you don't know what to do in this step, this is not a hard step for people that know what to do. But if you don't, and, and by the way, you might be thinking, yeah, but I've never earned 100 grand in a year, Frank, or I've never bought four sophisticated properties, or I've never opened a martial arts school and, and grown it to 200 students. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. But you need to start doing something differently. If that doesn't work, then you try something else, you try something else. And the key is to do about three times as much activity as you think you need to do in three different areas. And then one of them's probably gonna completely flop. One of them will work a little bit and one of them will work really well. And then you can double down on that one, drop the one that's not working and do do try another one. And that's how you test and measure. But if you're sat there and thinking, I don't even know where to start, well, that's where you need a mentor. That's where you need a coach. You can go find yourself a business coach, go find yourself a life coach, find yourself a mentor that's walked the, the path ahead of you that can just guide you. And, and by the way, that mentorship, I've, I've just actually joined a new mastermind for exactly that reason. There are people in that mastermind who are on that path ahead of me, who I know will be able to see my journey clearer than me because 
they've already walked it. And so you need someone or people to help you on that in a formal um, environment. So we've decided we're going to meet every, I think we've said every three weeks for 2024. I think that's right. And so it's a regular touch base and a regular accountability. In terms of your list, you've now got a list of what you need to do, what you need to change often in order to achieve your personal KPIs. Now that in and of itself is quite weak because if you didn't do all that stuff this year, you're unlikely to do it next year unless you plan it in. And that's where the second tool comes in. So the second tool I really like. And the second tool is really simple. You basically take a normal month, let's call it 31 days, and you work out of those 31 days what you're going to focus on. And we're going to have a focus for every day of the month. So let's just for argument's sake say there's eight weekend days in the month. So you're going to have eight full weekends off, eight days of uh, eight weekends in a, uh, off in a month would be nice, but eight days of weekends. So I think it's 8.7 from memory, but eight days off. Great. That's in. Check. And I'm going to give you my days, for example, to uh, to share this, um, to, get, to give you an example. How many days do you need to work on strategy? Now, I know that my highest hourly rate is when I'm working on, when I'm working strategically. So I've put two strategy days in a month and those are days where I won't check email I won't be on whatsapp I will just be working on strategy two a month I've then got meeting days meetings and admin days these are days where I do stuff I've given myself eight of those and I think that and and by the way you don't know the answers to this I don't know if eight's perfect maybe I need nine meetings and admin days a month maybe I need for strategy days. I don't know because I've not done this before, but I'm using my best estimate and I've planned the first quarter like this. And I reckon halfway through the first quarter, I'll plan the next quarter because I'll have some feedback and I'll know if it's working and what I need to tinker. The chances of me nailing this the first time are really slim. I'm going to need to refine the approach. I've also put five days five working days on top of the holiday on top of the weekends in as holiday so I've put five days all together as a holiday now it might I might take that as a complete holiday and and do no work or I more often I will read and make notes and learn during that time but it's holiday to do whatever I like and um, and I'm, I might do some of my physical challenges in that in that time as well I've got some delivery days for my different programs so I've got three training days a month for the different client groups that I have I also have put in uh, my Monday meeting days so every Monday I do anywhere between about 10 and 14 meetings in the day depending on which members of the team I'm supporting so my Monday meeting days are in there etc etc oh and I've also this is an important one I've put um, Paula and Frank days in so I have liaised with Paula and we've said yeah we're gonna have a fun day together once a month where we're gonna 
prioritize ourselves, perhaps go out for lunch, go for a nice walk, etc., etc. So I've put those days in. And I started this off on a spreadsheet just to work out all the percentages and the frequencies, etc. Because it has to, I don't know if that adds up to 31 days, by the way. <laughs> I promise you on my spreadsheet it does. But the key thing here is now putting it in your diary. And once you've put that in your diary, people already are asking me for appointments in 10 weeks time it's really easy to say oh I can't do the Tuesday but I can do the Thursday because that's a meeting day but if you don't have those in your and I just put them as day appointments so I just put in you know today is a strategy day that means no meetings going on that day this day is a Paul and Frank day so then I can start looking and thinking oh what would be nice for us to do I know it'd be really nice if we went and hired a sailing dinghy that day or that'd be really nice if we went and um, watched a show that night etc the busyness in life starts to fit around what's important and the the metaphor that often gets uh, shared is you put the rocks in the jar and then the pebbles fit around it and then the sand fits around the the, the pebbles and then the water fits around the the sand and that is very much what we've just done but what I've described there in a pretty short podcast is how you can do that really really simply using nothing other than your well a spreadsheet but you could use a bit of paper with a calculator and your calendar your diary it really is that easy sophisticated property investing make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing now